a production of WordSouth, a content marketing company. Story Connect, the podcast, helping communicators discover ideas to shape their stories and connect with their customers. Should your telco have a sales playbook? And if so, how do you get there? That's what we'll be talking about on this episode of Story Connect the Podcast. My name is Andy Johns. I'm your host, and I'm joined on this episode by Larry Montgomery, who is the Director of Sales and Marketing at Etex Telephone Co-op in Gilmer, Texas. Larry, thanks for joining me. Yeah, Andy, thank you for having me on. I really appreciate the opportunity. Any chance we get to share a little bit of the Etex story and what we're doing, we're definitely happy to kind of sp- help spread that word of what we're working on in our neck of the woods. For sure. And uh, especially this this past year, it's been difficult to share some of those stories. So I was glad to get you on um, after your uh, presentation today. So uh, earlier today, um, when we're recording, uh, Larry had given a presentation with uh, the team there at Etex about um, a sales plan. Um, it was with the TTA, um, the association there in Texas, a virtual part of their virtual education series. And so when I saw that Larry was talking about sales uh, as part of that webinar, I wanted to be sure to get him on a podcast because as, as we were talking before we started the record button, Larry, that we're, we're in an industry that just doesn't talk as much about sales maybe as as we should i agree with i totally agree with you on that Um, in our industry and i think going back to you know my time here at etex from the beginning i've had the opportunity i've been fortunate enough to work here for 23 years and a lot of the co-op mentality has been we're the service provider our customers will come to us we've got these services if they need it they will reach out to us and I think one thing that I've learned over my career here at Etex is that if you want to remain relevant in this industry, you've got to change that mindset. Uh, customers now have an option. Uh, they have choices. And we're a company that's trying to grow and we're continuing to try to expand our footprint. So with that, our general manager, Charlie, uh, developed our sales division uh, in the past, in my prior position, I was in uh, engineering. I was working really close with our schools and also uh, tier one sailor providers. And what I was doing was building relationships with the schools and the sailor providers. And at the time, I didn't realize that I was actually doing sales. I was their point of contact. I was taking care of all their needs, but it was more on an engineering level. So that's how I landed in the position that I'm in today. Interesting. I hadn't heard that. Not a lot of folks take that engineering over to sales and marketing leap. So uh, I'm sure that gives you good good perspective and good background there. That's interesting. It, it does. And I think that's, that's helped me be able to communicate and connect with the customers, uh, whether I'm talking with you know the CEO of the company or the engineering manager. I'm able to drill down to the technical nuts and bolts if I have to get on that level and make that connection. And also, if I'm you know, talking with someone in a leadership position, I'm able to explain to them you know, the difference of ETEX, how we take care of our customers on a, a not-so-technical level to make sure they can understand ex- exactly our point of view. Excellent. Well, so as I said, the Texas Telephone Association did the uh, virtual event earlier today um, with the whole team uh, from ETEX on there. So it was, a, what, about a 45-minute session. So I don't want us to um, to rehash all of that. I do I do encourage anybody, if you're interested, there are a few other, um, a few other uh, of those virtual sessions coming up. Um, so you should check those out for sure. But um, 
one of the things that you discussed, Larry, today um, was the playbook that you guys have. And I, I don't think we, I don't think we have time, or this is not really the place to go through the whole playbook. Um, but if you can, kind of in, in general terms, because that came up several times through your uh, presentation today, um, tell us a little bit about that that playbook that you and your team use. Uh, the playbook is basically a set of instructions that my department live by. And basically, when I was developing our sales plan, I wanted to make sure that we had an answer for every question, uh, for every scenario. I didn't want anyone to get caught in a position to where they couldn't provide a good answer to a customer. You know, do we have every answer, every question that could possibly be asked in there? No, but we have some backup to where if someone stumped somebody, they've got a good answer to say, you know what? Don't be afraid. And what I struck my guys is, you know, don't be afraid to tell the customer, you know what? I don't have an answer for that, but let me get back with you. So the playbook overall is basically our, our list of instructions. It basically maps out everything from beginning to end of the sales process. One thing that I wanted to make sure that I was clear on from the beginning is our primary focus is to build relationships with, the, with our customers. That's going to keep them loyal and make sure that they're not, you know, price jumping every time they get someone that comes in that's a few dollars lower. They know for sure that we've done, if we've done our job, our customers know how to get in contact with us. They know exactly how we operate. So they're going to feel comfortable with us. So in the event, if they do get an offer that they think is good, we've actually had our customers come to us and say, hey, I had another carrier reach out and this is what they told me. Can you validate this? this is this accurate? It was really designed for future growth. If we get a new sales rep that comes in, I would be able to email them this document. They would be able to read through it and basically learn the system. We would still train with that rep, but they would basically have a list of instructions to follow. What do I do on a cold call or what's a script I can use? A lot of questions we get with us being based here in rural East Texas if we get a business owner that moves into our area, uh, one question that we were getting over and over, why are your prices higher than when I was in Dallas or Fort Worth or a larger city? So one of the sales reps came to me and said, I'm having a hard time answering this question. So we were able to pull some stats of how many customers there are per mile in the Dallas Fort Worth area versus how many customers there are per mile in rural East Texas. So with that, we came up with a script and basically we're able to explain to those customers why the price points are different versus a larger Metroplex versus rural East Texas. Nice. Now, when you're, you're talking about a playbook like that, that sounds like a fantastic document to have. If there are folks sitting there um, going, we don't have a playbook, we need a playbook. Um, how, how did you guys do that? Did you take, is that something that's been built, you know, piece by piece over a couple of years? Did you take a, a weekend retreat somewhere and just hammer it all out? Um, how did you, how do you go about putting together a document like that? Cause it sounds like the perfect thing that a lot of departments have benefit from. Oh, uh, great, great question. It is something that has been put together piece by piece over the years. Again, okay. Our department works very open in a, a team environment. Uh, I encourage input. Everyone's input is valuable. So what we basically do, we build upon it. We have our base principles, but if someone finds something that works really well for a scenario, we will take it and add it to the playbook. And it's something that we always revisit. 
we'll go in and look over time and say, okay, we haven't used this method or maybe we need to tweak this. So it's always a moving target. It's a work in motion. Got it. Now, one of the themes, um, not just for your uh, webinar today, but for um, really for most people for the last year and a half, um, maybe not year and a half, feels like it, more like a year, but it has been have a plan, but be ready to be flexible. Um, so even when you guys developed a sales plan like you may have had in January or February last year, obviously, just like everybody else, that that had to change quite a bit um, with the pandemic. Um, I know some of the things you guys talked about, you know, less door to door, more direct mail, that kind of thing. Uh, what were some of the ways that you guys had to adapt and adjust your sales plan in 2020? And then here we are into 2021. Uh, 2020, we rolled into January of 2020. Each year, the first working day of the year, we have a sales kickoff meeting. It's when we establish our goals. We talk about, you know, wish list things that we want to accomplish. We identify our new sales goals in that meeting. So last year, January 2020, we were dialed in. We were focused. We had custom T-shirts made with 2020 clear vision. We had a theme for the for the year. Then March rolled around. It kind of everything blew up on us. Right. So the team definitely were questioning, hey, how are we going to be successful? We established early on that we do our best work in the field face to face. So in March, when we made the decision to sideline the sales team, we basically said, guys, we're going to be mindful of your health and our customer's health. We are going to suspend in-person site visits for the sales team. So what we did in order to make sure we still experience success, we increased our cold calls. Uh, and it, it was not a small increase. Uh, at the time, we were going into some new areas and we had a lot of customers to contact we were making upwards of 75 cold calls per week while taking care of existing customers as well, meeting their needs. And the results we experienced from that were really good. We did not miss a beat on our goals. We actually got more new installs uh, last year than we did in the previous year during the pandemic. So it was awesome. Our sales team is basically an outside sales team. But last year, we were forced we were forced to adapt to an inside sales team. And in our industry, the conversations that I've had with other sales managers, it's either your sales team is either inside or outside. So now my for my group, I feel like my team can do either or and they're confident by the results they achieve that if we are shut down again, that we will not miss a beat. We will still be able to hit our goals. Nice. Yeah, it sounds like a lot of versatility and, and flexibility there. That's um, that's outstanding. Now, one of the things that you brought up at the webinar, um, and it, it went beyond your team, um, but you guys talked about how the entire company is bought in. And, you know, if there are two things in the whole company that really, you know, we stress over and over again and the training and the other stuff that we do, everybody in the company on some level is in sales and everybody in some level is in customer service. Um, how, how have you guys gone about getting people to kind of understand that? And, and like you said earlier today, getting, getting folks to, to buy into that mindset. Again, my, my hats have to be off to our leadership team. Our CEO, general manager, Charlie Cano does an excellent job of painting the vision for our company. 
in establishing what success looks like and why we want to be successful. And I stated this in the presentation earlier today. It starts with your leadership team. They have to paint the picture of why you want to be successful, why you want to grow into a new area, and what success looks like. Uh, Charlie uh, Cano and Susan Graves, our CFO and our board of directors, have done an excellent job of basically laying the blueprint out for the entire company of what it looks like. Uh, everything we do is centered around community and customer service. Uh, for my sales reps, each one of my sales reps come from a customer service background. And we take that same mindset, as you mentioned, Andy, we make sure that everyone in our company understands the importance of customer service and sales because everyone is representing the company at all times. That's something that has set us apart from our competition. And that buy-in just comes from that vision laid out for us by our leadership team. We have a weekly meeting, sales meetings, but now our sales meetings have grown to include every single department in the company from billing to engineering. And in those meetings, we talk about projects that are coming up to make sure we meet all of our customers' needs. But at the same time, what I share with my team, I also share with other departments that are represented. So that way, those guys can see how many customers we added last month, you know, what our goals are. So everybody knows what that target is, and they know that we're all working towards a common goal. It's definitely makes my job a lot easier knowing that the engineering departments, the insulation and repair guys, the guys that are behind the scenes turning the screw the screws, they buy in. It definitely has made my job uh, very enjoyable and a lot easier. Definitely. There, there's nothing that'll kill a campaign like having folks say, oh, marketing and sales didn't tell us that. You know, marketing didn't tell us this was going on. So, yeah, I, I really like that idea of having, having those folks uh, represented at that meeting. We've got a couple of, of other like sales tactics questions coming up here in a minute, but let's stick with kind of the the culture and the um, the squishy, touchy feely stuff for for another minute or two. Uh, when your team went down the line today, um, number one, the first thing I noticed was uh, the new guy on the sales team had been there three years. Uh, you had several other folks; it seemed like seven years, ten years. Um, there was, there's a lot of experience, of course, yourself, I think you said 23 years, a lot of experience there, which means you're doing something right to keep folks there. But then towards the end, they were also talking about, um, how you can tell they compete and they help push each other, but it also seemed like a real genuinely caring group where they were, um, out there to help each other out. And you guys told some stories about them, you know, picking each other up, but, what do you think you guys, uh, what do you attribute that to that, that you guys have the kind of culture, number one, that, that retains salespeople around a while, but then number two seems to strike a really good balance of, you know, competitive, um, you know, good natured uh, competition between the folks, but then also uh, supporting each other. Because it's not like that everywhere. Oh, believe me, I, I've definitely have heard stories and, what I have in my group, I'm, I'm definitely very blessed to be able to lead such a, a, a passionate group. They, they all care about each other. They all care about the success of ETEX. And I think it goes back to the vision um, of what we want to achieve as a company. Um, everything we do and everything we talk about is very transparent. The guys understand exactly what we're doing in our department is making a difference on the bottom line of the company. 
the individuals in my group, like you said, are, are long tenure employees. Uh, Brett, the guy you mentioned that's been here three years, Brett is definitely a, a rock star employee. He is going to be a, a shining star in the group, and so is everyone else on my team. But for Brett to come in and be the low man on the totem pole with three years, like you mentioned, that is very uncommon in a, in a sales atmosphere. But those guys just all work so well together, not only with my group, but it's for the entire company. And the culture of our company is basically we are the best provider in uh, our service area. We are going to outperform any other provider you put us up against. And that that attitude, that confidence, it is just definitely is displayed throughout our entire company, not just my department. And the, the length of service uh, here within just my group is definitely something straight across the board. Um, yesterday, we had a safety meeting and there was a service award that was given out for one of our employees 40 years uh, so that that's something to say with e-techs and i could go down the line and we've got several employees that have been here for 30 plus years and it's just a, a great culture and a great company to work for nice sounds like it um getting back to uh the sales um the more tactical side of sales uh, one of the things that you guys brought up today um was automation and some automated emails some some systems you guys have in place there um and I could certainly go off the deep end, um, a self-confessed um, um, automation nerd a little bit. But if you can, uh, let's talk a little bit about some of the things you guys have set up, because there were some neat things with with service anniversaries and that kind of stuff that you guys have um, that, that helps add that personal touch, even if you're not able to, um, to, to be there in person, or things you can do to kind of stretch that... Um, personnel a little bit even if you're even if you know you may not have the staff to do all of those there's some automation things that you guys are doing that i think could help folks yes and uh, my engineering background like you said andy this is when the the nerd side of me comes out uh, okay I, I, I love technology and I, I love how we are able to take a team of five and have them perform like they're a team of 50 uh eat together each of our sales reps have over two to 300 business customers they're assigned to manage. That's wow. a heavy load for one person. Right. So one thing that I was very mindful of is we are heavily focused on new customer acquisition, but also I didn't want to forget about the customers that brought us to the dance, the customers that have been long-term e-text customers. How can we stay in contact with them? So the automated processes that we use, um, we basically set up triggers based on holidays, um, anniversary days. Uh, so your year anniversary service rolls around from eTex. You're going to get a customized email from your sales rep. It's going to appear that it came directly from their email address. And customers really enjoy you know, getting that. We also have triggers built through our CRM that will remind the sales reps to send their customers a handwritten note. So that way they, they don't forget with trying to juggle so many projects and so many customers, the small things like that are easy are easy to uh, forget. Um, after the customer has been installed for 100 days, they get a thank you email. It looks like a card. It's got a big 100 on it. Thank you for 100 days of service. We appreciate you for being a customer. And in that email, it has their sales reps contact information. But not only that, it has a picture of the entire sales team. I made sure we included that picture 
of the entire sales team because I want the customer to know, hey, yes, I am your dedicated sales rep, but look, I also have a team behind me backing me up in case I'm out of the office or in case I'm on vacation. We have someone that will be able to help you. We also send out automated uh, emails, a, a survey. So at seven days after that customer is installed, they get an automated email that has a link to a, a survey for them to fill out. You know, how was their install? So we're communicating with the customer in that point as well to make sure that everything went well with their install to see if we can get, you know, any feedback. So it, it, it's definitely helped us appear to have a larger presence. We've received several emails and calls from customers thanking us for taking the time out to reach out to them or reminding them, hey, this is my one year of being in business. So it has come across very well with our customers. Nice. And that is so important. You know, we, we've heard stories where you've got a, a customer who maybe uh, maybe the service is lacking somewhere. Maybe something didn't go perfect. Maybe that their needs have changed, um, but they're just kind of getting by and that status quo bias kind of sits in. It's easier for them just to kind of deal with it. Um, they're not going to take the time to reach out to you and, and ask for help. But when you initiate that conversation, you ask them, you follow up like that. I would imagine that pays uh, that pays dividends for folks that are, you know, may have something that does need fixing. And, and that may be the only way that you guys get to know about it. So um, yes, that, seems, that seems very helpful. Um, the, uh, you know, as we're, uh, as we're wrapping up here, well, let's, let's stick on automation. I know we're at, at about 21 minutes already, so I don't want to go too long, but like I said, we could go on the deep end. So what platform, if there are folks out there trying to get into automation, what platform are using, are you guys using? And, um, you know, does it, does it work with your billing or anything else like that? Anything you'd like to share there? Yes, we are using uh, Salesforce, and we also have the add-on with Salesforce uh, Pardot. They do merge very well uh, together with the two working in conjunction, and we are able to build custom campaigns. And if you have uh, Salesforce Maps, you can also use it to import leads, and with that you can build automatic uh, campaigns to where you can send out emails uh, via Salesforce, and if a customer responds, you'll get a notification that will change that lead from a, a cold lead to a warm lead, or if they click a certain link in the email, you can be notified. We'll send out a, a marketing uh, sheet with all with hosted phone system, internet, and if a customer clicks on the hosted phone system, internet, we can have it trigger and send a message directly to the sales rep your customer clicked hosted phone system, follow up with this customer in two days if they don't reach out. And that's a part of that heavy lifting. So the sales reps aren't, you know, guessing what customers may be interested in. So we're taking it a step further with utilizing the software, not only to reach out to the customers, but also cater a custom response to the customer. So it has definitely helped us out from that aspect. Excellent. Well, like I said, we could dive in on the deep end there, but uh, I feel like that's enough to get folks started and, and they can uh, reach out if there's more uh, they want to know there. The The last thing that I had for you, Larry, was um, if if there's somebody out there and maybe they've listened to this episode and they're thinking, well, you know, we have a sales team, but we don't have a playbook or um, we have a sales team, but they don't all get along or we have a sales team. But like you said, they're trying to take it um multiply their reach uh, with automation or something is is there any advice you would pass on to people who are maybe um 
you know, not quite, not quite on the level where you guys are that are trying to, to make themselves better as we get into this year? Oh, yes, definitely. I think it starts with trust. If you can get your sales team as the sales leader, if you can get them to trust you and trust the system that you're trying to build and implement, I think that's your first step. You have to get your team to be able to trust each other and also trust you and to be able to look at you as a leader to say, okay, I'm, I'm buying into what, what you're saying and I can see how it could work. And I think that and also, you know, leading by example and also taking input from your, your sales rep. Um, the guys from my in my department, they always know that I'm always asking for their feedback. Hey, what's working in the field? What are your customers saying? What can we do to improve? And when you get started, it definitely does take time for people to see that this will work. And if you can start proving to your sales reps with you know real world examples that, hey, I followed this step and it worked and the other teammates will see that, then you start to get that buy-in. And also, once you start to get that buy-in, be flexible. Ask for their opinion, ask for their input, and be willing to make changes when necessary. But at the, at the end of the day, I think what has helped us establish the group we have is trust. They trust each other. They trust my vision. They trust the vision of our management team. And that's what has helped us be successful, the trust and getting everybody to buy in and get on the same page. It's, it's critical for you to be successful. I think that's very well said and very true. So I appreciate uh, you sharing that. And uh, I want to thank you for, for joining me. No problem, Andy. And again, uh, thank you for the opportunity. Um, we really appreciate you considering uh, eTex to be uh, represented uh, here today. And, and thank you so much. Sure. I want to thank uh, Larry Montgomery, the Director of Sales and Marketing at eTex there in Gilmer, Texas. I also want to thank uh, the Texas Telephone Association with their TX Connect virtual educational series they've got going on that Larry was a part of this week and I'll be a part of coming up in February. A uh, couple of quick things to note. If you enjoyed this podcast, you might want to check out Rural Broadband Today at ruralbroadbandtoday.com, which is another podcast from the Word South family. And also want to give you a heads up that we've got a great series coming up in uh, April about the customer journey and the customer experience there that Carrie Huckabee is putting together, talking to some real uh, heavyweights around the um, rural telco space to try to map out uh, the customer journey um, at different telcos all across the country. I'm your host, Andy Johns with WordSouth. And until we talk again, keep telling your story. You've been listening to Story Connect, the podcast, a production of WordSouth, a content marketing company.